0: In Romans 6.21, Paul asks, What benefit did you reap at that time from the thing that you are now ashamed of? In other words, what is the benefit your soul gets when you choose to give in to the sinful, selfish desires of the flesh? What is the benefit your soul gets from choosing daily to deny what your flesh wants and instead fully surrender your heart to God? Only your flesh benefits from giving in to your sinful temptations, never your soul. Welcome to the Point of Purity Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vettner, and in today's episode, we continue our series in Psalm 25 with episode number 12 entitled, Seriously Surrender Your Sexuality. In Jonah 2.8, God says, those who worship false gods turn their backs on all of God's mercies. Let me repeat Jonah 2.8. Listen closely. Those who worship false gods turn their backs on all God's mercies. In a previous episode, we looked at the fact that when King Me is sitting on the throne of your heart, you're worshiping a false god. You have chosen to turn your back on God. So let me open the podcast today with this question. Why do you repeatedly choose to turn your back on the blessings that God has promised to give you in favor of the temporary pleasure that lust, porn, and masturbation may or may not provide you? And by the way, I don't know isn't an answer to that question. In Psalm 42, verses 1 and 2, David writes, As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Why do you think the deer is panting for flowing streams? Probably because it's being chased by an enemy that wants to devour it. So the deer is running hard to save its life. Consider this. you are being chased by a foe that wants to devour you. Do you remember what Genesis 4-7 tells us? Sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you. 1 Peter chapter 5-8 verse eight warns us, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. This is powerful imagery here. Think about a lion stalking its prey as it's crouched low in the tall grass, intently scanning the herd. What is it looking for, specifically? It's on the prowl for the most vulnerable, the weakest, the one that's been separated from the rest, the one that's trying to do it on their own. When is the enemy most likely to attack you? Be specific. As a born-again child of God, your soul should pant, it should long for, it should thirst for, it should deeply desire God, especially in those weak and vulnerable moments when the enemy is bearing down on you, intent on consuming you. In Isaiah 55, verse 1, God invites you to come. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. So here's another question for you to consider. How has lust and porn and masturbation and sexual impurity, how have those things thoroughly quenched your thirst? By the way, here's a hint. That was a trick question because the only correct answer is it hasn't. Let me ask you this. Understanding that it hasn't because it can't, why then do you keep going back to that which is not satisfying and meeting your need? As we saw earlier in John 7, verse 37, Jesus stood up and he cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Not to lust, not to porn, not to masturbation, not to sexual impurity. Go to Christ. He's the source of living water. In Psalm 63, verses 1 and 2, David cries out, Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power. In Psalm 84, verse 2, he says, My soul longs. Yes, it faints for the courts of the Lord. Your soul is thirsty, my friend. It's a thirst that only God can quench, not lust. Not porn, not masturbation, not sexual impurity. Only God can quench that thirst. Well, in our current series, we are diving deep into Psalm 25 to discover how to be the man or woman of purity that God has called you to be. Psalm 25 verse 1 says, To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. With that in mind, listen to what David writes in Psalm 42 verse 5. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why are you so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. When you surrender to the beast, when you give in to lust and porn and masturbation, that three-headed dragon, your soul, the core of who you are, is downcast. It's discouraged. It's feeling down. Your soul is disturbed. It's in turmoil. It's in conflict within you. You know what I'm talking about. But why? Well, it's because you're choosing to live for and serve King Me instead of putting your hope in God. King Me will always let you down. King Me will fail you every single time. God will not. Not now. Not ever. You don't have to be downcast and disturbed. You don't have to experience guilt. You don't have to feel that shame. In Lamentations 3, verse 24, we read, The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in Him. In other words, the Lord is all you need. Not lust, not porn, not masturbation, not the things that temporarily satisfy the sinful flesh. The Lord is is all you need. Therefore, you must put all of your focus, all of your attention, all of your hope on Him all the time. Will you choose right here, right now, to do exactly that? Will you choose to seriously surrender your sexuality to the sovereign Savior of your soul? In Psalm 25, verse 1, David is fully and completely, seriously surrendering all of his life to the Creator. Oh, my friend, what aspects of your life have you not yet fully surrendered over to God? Why are you struggling so much with seriously surrendering everything to your Savior? Let me be candid with you here. My goal is for you to openly, willingly acknowledge that you have not yet surrendered your sexual passions, your temptations over to God. And until you seriously surrender everything to God, and allow Him to be the Lord of your entire life, including your sexuality, you will continue to struggle with sexual impurity. Remember, the problem isn't lust. It's not porn. It's not masturbation. It's not self-gratification. Those are the byproducts of the real problem, which is a worship disorder. Let me share with you just a couple more things about Psalm 25.1 before we move on. Let's talk a little bit more about choosing daily to lift up our soul. To God. I want you to consider this. In Psalm 23, verse 3, David says that God restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. I want you to think about that. God restores, he refreshes your soul. Can you say that about porn, about lust, masturbation? Do those things refresh your soul? Well, of course they don't. They don't because they can't. Sexual impurity will only make your flesh feel good. It does absolutely nothing for your soul, at least nothing good. This is why you end up feeling so empty inside, so dissatisfied after giving in to your sexual temptation. Instead of feeling fulfilled, you end up feeling the shame of your guilt before a holy God. Why? Because sexual impurity can never satisfy your soul never here's what does satisfy your soul in psalm 19 verse 7 david said the law of the lord is perfect reviving the soul the restoring the reviving of your soul the soul that you just lifted up to god begins by filling your mind with the cleansing power of god's word That's why it's so vital that you are disciplining yourself to daily read God's word. Now, listen closely to Psalm 5, verse 8. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before me. Here's a question for you. When it comes to your sexual purity, who or what are your enemies? You see, those enemies are crying out to you for attention. Your enemies are combating for your worship. That's why, as you lift up your soul, you desperately need God to lead you in His paths of righteousness. The primary way that God leads us in those paths of righteousness today and tomorrow and every day is through the reading, studying, and meditation and memorization of Scripture. Verse 8 of Psalm 19 says, "...the commandment of the Lord is pure." Enlightening the eyes. Think about being outdoors. You're in an unfamiliar place. You're in the middle of a moonless, starless, cloudy night. It is pitch black outside and you can't see a thing. You have no clue where you're at. So you turn on a flashlight, right? Well, why would you do that? To enlighten your eyes. The light from that flashlight enables you to see where you're going. It ensures that you're not going to trip, you're not going to stumble, you're not going to fall as long as you follow that light. That light shows you the way to go. It illuminates the obstacles that may trip you up as you walk down the path. David exclaims in Psalm 119 verse 105 that God's word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You cannot expect to be free from your sexual temptations. You you cannot presume to triumph over that three-headed dragon if you choose not to invest your time seeking the heart of God, seeking the will of God, seeking the glory of God through the study and meditation of His Word. God will lead you to victory only if you daily choose to seek Him first. And willingly follow him wherever he may lead. Matthew six thirty three. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Well, I don't want you to miss the fact that through Scripture God shows you which way to go, so that you won't stumble, you won't fall, you won't sin, you won't give in to that three-headed dragon. Proverbs four nineteen warns us that the way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. Without light, you will stumble. You will fall. This is why it is so vital that you are in God's word daily. It's critical that you allow his word to be the lamp to your feet and the light to your path for every step you take in life. I want you to notice also that in Psalm 31, verses 3 and 4, David says, For your name's sake, you lead me and guide me. You take me out of the net that they have hidden for me, for you are my refuge. Victory over sexual impurity is yours, only because of what God has done and what he will do and what he is doing for you. It's strictly for his name's sake that he takes you out of the net, that he sets you free. Consider for a moment what God told Gideon in Judges chapter 7 verse 2. The people with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hand, lest Israel boast over me saying, my own hand has saved me. Well, it's the same for you and your war against the three-headed dragon of lust, porn, and masturbation. It is for God's name's sake that he will give you the victory. You did not, you cannot, you will not win these battles on your own. In Psalm 79, verse 9, David cries out, Help us, O God of our salvation, for the glory of your name. Deliver us and atone for our sins for your name's sake. In Jeremiah 14, verse 7, we read, Though our iniquities testify against us, Act, O Lord, for your name's sake. Our backslidings are many. We have sinned against you. Let me yet again drive home the fact that in Psalm 25, verse 1, David is choosing to lift up his soul to God. He is choosing to daily sacrifice King Me to the King of Kings. He's choosing daily to bear it all before his Creator, the Almighty, the Most Holy, God of the universe. In essence, David is saying, God, you are the king of my life. Not me, you. You are Lord over all creation. You are Lord over every aspect of my life, everything. You are Lord over each and every thought that I think. You are Lord over each and every word that I speak. You are Lord over each and every choice that I make. You are Lord over each and every action that I take. You are. And you alone are Jehovah, your Lord. Do you realize the significance of what David is doing here? Think about it. David is the number one dude in all of Israel. He's the alpha dog, the head honcho, the king. He is the Lord, the master, if you will, of all the children of Israel. What David says goes. What David wants happens The entire nation looks to him for guidance and direction and protection. By calling God his Lord, Jehovah, he is confessing there is one even greater than him, one that he is ultimately answerable to for everything in life. Can you say that? Are you ready? Are you willing to mean that with every fiber of your being? Think about it. You have been living the majority of your life as the number one dude or dudette. The alpha dog, the head honcho, the king. You have been lord of your life and lord of your castle. You have made the decisions that affect you. What king me wants, you're going to try your best to make sure it happens. Do you fully recognize that there is one even greater than you? One that you are ultimately answerable to? The King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The fact is, no one is higher. No one has more authority over your life than God. Are you living by that truth? Is God your Lord? Not just in word, but in your attitude, in your behavior as well. Is He the ultimate and supreme ruler of every aspect of your life? Does he have ultimate reign over your soul, over every part of your life, every moment of your life? If your answer is yes, then I'd like to follow up with this question. Is every aspect of your life backing up your answer? Every aspect of your life? If not, then you need to change your answer to no, I guess he's not Lord of my life. I've not yet lifted my soul up to him. You see, if your actions, if your lifestyle, if your daily choices are not backing up your answer, then no matter how much you may try to intellectually argue otherwise, God is not Lord of your life. Now, I want you to listen to this next verse closely. In Psalm 107, verse 9, David said, God satisfies the longing soul. The hungry soul he fills with good things. I don't want you to miss that, so let me repeat it. Psalm 107, verse 9 says that God satisfies the longing soul. The hungry soul he fills with good things. Here's what I want you to understand. Only God is perfect. Would you agree with that assessment? Only God is perfect. That means that only God will perfectly satisfy your longing soul. Only God will perfectly fill your soul with good things. Only God will perfectly fulfill your desires, your expectations, your needs, causing a full and perfect contentment, thereby putting an end to all those selfish, sinful desires and expectations and needs. In other words, when you are perfectly satisfied, the desire... The longing, the perceived need to give in to sexual temptation, won't exist. It has been satiated. It has been satisfied. Why? Because everything that God does is perfect. Therefore, the satisfaction that only he can give is a perfect satisfaction. It is complete. You need nothing else ever. We tend to experience dissatisfaction largely because the need, the true need, has not been met yet. Think about it this way. When you have a mosquito bite, what's the need you are facing? By the way, here's a hint. The need is not to scratch the itch. The answer? The need is to have the itch go away. Scratching the mosquito bite does not make the itch go away. It'll temporarily mask the problem. But ultimately, you keep scratching, it's going to enlarge and exasperate it. It's going to make it worse. In the same way, lusting, looking at porn, masturbating, committing adultery, that does not meet the need. It actually makes the problem worse. Only God can and will fully satisfy and fill your longing, hungry soul. The bottom line is, You've been turning to the wrong thing to satisfy that thirst. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, Jesus said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. This is why King Me's pursuit of sexual impurity isn't meeting your needs. It will not because it cannot ever truly satisfy you. You're hungering. You're thirsting for unrighteousness. It's almost like drinking water from the ocean. It'll always, always leave you lacking, wanting, and needing more. However, when you, as Psalm 42 two says, choose to hunger and thirst for God, for the living God, the promise of Scripture is that you will be perfectly satisfied. When you crave for and pursue after a right relationship with God, a life of integrity, of purity, of godliness, then you will be filled to overflowing, not needing anything else but God. John seven thirty seven it tells us that Jesus Himself stood up and cried out If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. My friend, a growing. Vibrant relationship with your Heavenly Father is all you need. That's why Second 2 Timothy 2.22 commands you to flee youthful passions. Pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Flee those youthful passions. Pursue after God. Instead of trying to find your satisfaction and sexual fulfillment, find it in your pursuit of God. In Proverbs 19, verse 23, it says, The fear of the Lord leads to life, and whoever has it rests satisfied. Why? Because only God will supply every need of yours according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.19 Psalm 16.11 reminds us that only God will make known to you the path of life. In His presence, there is fullness of joy at His right hand not yours, at His right hand are pleasures forevermore. Only God will perfectly satisfy your longing soul. Psalm 34.10 says, The young lions suffer hunger and want, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Isaiah 58.11 says, The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your desire in scorched places. He will make your bones strong. You'll be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose water does not fail. Well, I challenge you to echo the words of David in Psalm 25, verse 1, and lift up your soul to God. Choose right here and right now to fully surrender every part of your life, including your sexuality, everything over to Him. And when you do that, Jeremiah 6.16 tells us, you will find rest for your soul. Well, let me close out today's podcast with these two verses from Psalm 62. Verse 1 says, My soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. And verse 5 says, Find rest, O my soul, in God alone. My hope comes from Him.